Hey there, welcome to the Extraordinary Podcast. We're slowly striving to be the coolest podcast on Mother Earth. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. It really is appreciated. If you could do me a favor, please give this five stars. I really would appreciate it. And with that being said, let's get started. Man, the weather out here in Commerce, Texas has been feeling fucking phenomenal. I mean, right now it's about 75 degrees. Yeah, 75 degrees outside and it's feeling fucking great. And now that we're talking about weather... Let me let, let me say something that I just don't understand. Like, what kind of fucking world we live in? Like, when you look at the when you look at the weather app, it says, "Oh, it's seventy five degrees outside," right? And you keep scrolling down, and then it says, "But what it really feels like is seventy seven degrees." Why not just say it's seventy seven degrees then, if that's how it feels? Like, what kind of <laughs> how does that make any sense? It's like. Those people that sell cars and shit on Facebook that say, oh, here's a car. They give a price and they're like, it works and drives great. It just has, you know, a whole bunch of issues. Check engine lights on, you know. It doesn't start a couple times. It overheats here and there. Shit like that. And it's like they it, they ruin their whole sale because they start off sounding great like oh it, it it drives great and it looks great but it just has all these different cosmetic issues and you know it has a uh, quite a few issues on the engine but overall it drives great like what kind of shit is that <laughs> like it's like it's like you fucking go buy maybe since I'm Mexican we use hot sauce you go buy hot sauce right and then on the packaging it says it's not even mild like it's like barely mild right but in the back you read it but what it really feels like it feels like it's the hottest shit on planet fucking earth right makes your mouth sweat it makes you fucking bleed it's like your your mouth is on fire and you try to put it out with gasoline it's like you got chlamydia on your fucking mouth (laughs) i'm sorry i make myself laugh sometimes like i'm just it's just ridiculous. Anyways, uh, moving on, all right? Look, UFC 291 card is fucking insane. You got Poirier versus Gagey for the BMF title. First of all, who should get? Who should wrap that BMF title around the, the waist of the winner between that fight? I mean, that's perfectly, that's easily, you know, the perfect main event fight for that card. I mean, Poirier versus Gagey. That shit was fucking intense, the first fight. I mean, you got Justin Gagey throwing fucking bombs. Poirier being a fucking best box. I think he's one of the best boxers in the UFC. I mean, he has to be one of, if not the... I mean, Max Holloway is good, but I think Poirier's just better, man. How he throws those fucking shots. And he can shoot, prove that he can fucking... He can knock a motherfucker out. He can stop one. Well, not maybe not knock a motherfucker out, but I mean he can stop a motherfucker for sure. You know what I mean? Like he fucking starts landing shots after shots with crazy fucking endurance. And he just makes that shit look easy, man. He's throwing shots out the ass, man. Breaking down his opponents piece by fucking piece, man. But, I mean, Justin Gagey can do it, bro. He looked great in his last performance, you know, versus, oh, shit, hopefully I don't get it wrong, but Fizayev, he fucking looked great. He broke that guy down, bro. Fucked his face up. But who should, who should, who should, uh, who should 
the BMF title, who should present that BMF title, you know, to the winner? You know, it was The Rock last time, and I honestly think it should be Jorge Masvidal. I think uh, the previous title holders of the BMF title should be the ones to present the title, you know, should be the ones to wrap around the waist if they're vacant or, or I mean, hell, fuck it. Yeah, if they're if it's vacant, you know, I think Jorge Masvidal should be the one to present that title since he was the very first winner of the BMF title. He should be the one to wrap it around. And if not, then Nate Diaz, you know, I mean, Nate Diaz is a fucking gangster. He's a fucking G, you know, he's what he's like one of the huge influences in MMA, at least for a lot of us uh, 2000s kids, you know. It was always the Diaz brothers, you know. I think it's either should be Jorge Masvidal or Nate Diaz. One of them, you know, should present that title. I mean, they both kind of left off on good terms with the UFC as well. It's not like they had talking shit with each other. It's not like they, you know, went their own ways and on a, on a bad uh, on a bad note, you know. Unlike you know Francis Ngannou with you know Dana White and them, you know. Apparently, I mean, we all know about that beef. You got Francis Ngannou, you know, pretty much stating, you know, why is Dana White hating on him? You know, why? If he uh, completed his terms, completed his contract, and simply just decided to move on. I mean, I guess, in a way, you can understand from both sides, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, Francis has got to worry about his career and his life and his options, what's best for him. And you got Dana White who has to focus on himself to, you know, because he's running a business, you know. He has to look at what's best for business and to, you know, uh, keep his job. I mean, both guys got to keep their their racks coming in. Both guys got to do what's best for, you know, their business at the end of the day. I mean, I just think it is what it is, you know. But, you know, back to the fight, I think it should either be Jorge Masvidal or Nate Diaz or fucking put Mike Tyson in there. Shit. You know, that's one of the baddest motherfuckers ever. If not the baddest motherfucker ever. I mean, Mike Tyson's a fucking icon. He motivates people. He motivates all the short people, honestly, who... I mean, he is a guy who... I mean, we... I mean, shit. What do I even start with? He's a gentleman that's went through shit that's fought with anger, that's fought with against controversy, you know, has been always pushed to, you know, he's felt like a little guy growing up. I mean, he's he's admitted himself, you know, I felt like not handsome. He was when he was comparing himself to Ali, you know, I felt not handsome and short, you know, but you know, I I I believed in myself and look where he's look where look where I'm at, you know, pretty much what he said, you know. He's motivated a lot of us people. He's uh, inspired a whole bunch of generations from boxing to motivation to fucking even the face tattoos you know rocking shit that you know wasn't really known back in the day or at least wasn't as big as is today you know i think it has to be one of those three for my in my in my opinion i just think it has to be you know I don't I don't see anybody else honestly being a bad motherfucker. I mean, The Rock wasn't really a bad choice, but I mean, you, it's I feel like it has to be a combat fighter. I just feel like it has to be, you know. Or like Chell Sonnen. I think Chell Sonnen was a bad motherfucker. 
You know, I mean, all the shit talk he did, the gangster, you know, fuck. It has to be one of those four guys for me, for me. You know, I'm I'm sure a lot of you guys out there have your different opinions and, you know, fuck it. You know, uh, comment below. Who do you think should, you know, present the BMF title? Who who, who should be the one wrapping around the waist? Who do you think uh, is going to win? Also give your predictions. Me, it's a fucking tough one, man. It's a tough one. I feel like I'm I'm a, I'm not I, I'm a fanboy of of Dustin Poirier. I love Justin Gagey. He's done great shit, you know, for the sport. Both gentlemen have. But I feel like Dustin Poirier, I I just love what the fuck that guy. I love his fighting. I think he fights fucking amazing. He's made crazy crazy fight. I mean, they both have, honestly, but I just feel like Dustin Poirier, I feel like that guy's on a different level, man. So I'm I'm going to go with Dustin Poirier. I think this time, I feel like he might get it done again, honestly. I feel like he's going to, he, 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 I feel like he's just going to get it done. You know, then you got the co-main event. You got Pereira versus Blauschwitz, two former champs. The only difference between the two is... One was a champion at 185, and the other one's a 205 champion. Both former champions. Both beat Israel Adesanya. Except one has didn't get the rematch, and the other one did. And guess what? It didn't turn out his way. But, I mean, Pereira, he's a lanky guy. He's a big guy. He's tall. But he's not necessarily bulky like Blauschwitz. And I feel like that was the problem when he fought Izzy. Or for Izzy when he fought Blauschwitz is when Jan John just used his his bigness. He's a big fucking guy. He's bulky as shit, and he used his wrestling to just handle him down. You know, I feel like I feel like a big a big middleweight would be Marvin Vittori or Paulo Costa, Yoel Romero. Those guys don't look lean. You know, Izzy he's tall. But he's lean. I feel like that's the same with Pereira. He's a tall guy, but he's also a very lean dude. You know, but who who knows? I mean, shit, Pereira, Pereira, he, he's a great striker, you know. Maybe he can work on that wrestling and use his striking to fight off the distance, you know. You never know. The guy, he's a fucking, he's got hands of fucking, hands of fucking bricks, man. I feel like I think that's his nickname, Poton. You know, he's 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 a fucking he's he's like fucking steel. You know, he's like a Superman. But I think Blauschwitz did a good job beating Izzy in convincing fashion to me. I feel like he's gonna do the same thing with Pereira. You know, so that's gonna be my pick for the co-main event. Then you got, I think the one fight that I just, I mean, it's it's good. It doesn't affect the card as much. It's just not the opponent that I wanted, you know. You got Paulo Costa versus Aleskarov. I feel like I I wanted that I wanted that to be uh, Hamza Chimaev so bad, you know. Those two got they got history. They got beef. Well, not history. They got beef with each other. I feel like that should have been the fight to make at middleweight. I mean, Hamza Chimaev can't make one. Well, he probably could make one seventy, but I mean, he missed weight. You know, it seems he's he's tall. He's like six two, six three, six two. 
you know, he, he, I think it's a good choice to be fighting at middleweight and what way to make a big entrance into the division by fighting a guy that's fought many. I mean, Paulo Costa's fought Luke Rockhold, Yo Romero, Adesanya, Marvin Vittori, you know, he's fought in all these guys. He's fought in the best of the best. No disrespect to Aliskarov. No disrespect to him. But it, 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 for it to be even more fire to the stack, I feel like it should have been Hamzat Shemaev. And if that went down, if it was against Hamzat Shemaev, shit, I feel like Hamzat would use that wrestling on Paulo Costa. Paulo Costa, you know, he's good He's he, he's good at striking, but I just feel like Hamzat Shemaev would have used that fucking wrestling. He would have out-wrestled him. He would have out-wrestled Paulo Costa. Who, but, I mean, hey. We don't know until it happens. You never know until the fight actually happens. And then you got Tony Ferguson versus Bobby Green. And, man, people, I feel like people are hating a lot much on Tony and saying this, I hope this is his last fight. I don't think so. I don't I don't want this to be Tony Ferguson's last fight. The guy was running that lightweight division for a long time. There's a reason they called him Kukui. You know, he's fought in and beaten some of the best in his division. And even though he's his career is not going where he, uh, we want it to be and he wants it to be, he still was fighting the best of the best. He has been fighting veterans, you know, top contenders, guys that are aiming to be the best champions, you know. And he's going up against Bobby Green. And Bobby Green's got those fucking hands. I mean, it is possible. I feel like, Bobby Green, I feel like he he might get the job done, but I mean you, I won't be surprised if Tony Ferguson, you know, gets the job done. I won't be surprised. I mean, there's a reason they call him the Kukui. He might just come right back out and start terrorizing people. I hope this isn't his last fight, man. We just lost Jorge Masvidal, you know, he retired, man. That shit fucking hurt, bro. It hurt a lot seeing a G like that go. But hey. I mean, I feel I feel like he left at the perfect timing, you know. I feel like it was the right timing. But for Tony Ferguson, I just feel like he still has a lot of drive to him. I feel like he's, you know, gotten a lot of shit to do still. I feel like he's gotten something to prove to us and to himself. You know, I could just be talking bullshit. But, I mean, hey. I mean, that's what a lot of fighters do is they stick around for a long time and some even past, I guess, their prime, as people would say, because they still got a lot to prove and they still love the sport so much. And then you got Michael Chiesa versus Kevin Holland. That fight, trailblazer. God, that fight is going to be it's going to be a banger. I feel like this is like the best UFC card this year. I feel like this is this could be the one. I think this might be one of the best cards in my opinion of all time, honestly. It's just so much so much talent, man. So much of these fights could be bangers, bro. Fights that the fans love, bro. I feel like this this could be the one, honestly. If I if I'm being honest, I think this could be the one. Now, switching to boxing, Big boxing news. The wait is over. The wait is fucking over. 
the long awaited I mean shit. It's been a while since we've been waiting for this shit. It's been long I can't I, I don't even remember how long uh we've been waiting for this fight. The two top welterweights, Errol Spence versus Terrence Crawford. Finally, well, they've agreed, it's been agreed to fight on July 29th in Las Vegas. The two best. Someone's O's got to go. Someone will be undisputed. Undisputed. The best of the best. The top dogs. The top. Cream of the crop. Mr. Big Balls of the division. Whoever wins, bro, they're going to get all the pussy in the world. They're going to bust nuts all over that night. You know, it's, 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 it's going to be settled, bro. It's got to be settled. It's going to be settled now. Honestly, I'm I'm personally for me. I'm from Texas. I love Dallas. You already know who I'm going for, man. I think Errol Spence, bro. I'm calling it now. Errol Spence, if he knocks him out, is gonna be from that body shot. Errol Spence from that body shot. I mean, I've just I just think he's faced a lot more uh better opponents than Crawford. Though you cannot be you can't fall asleep on Crawford. I'm not underestimating Crawford. You can never underestimate Crawford. That fucking guy, if he's angry at you, he you piss him off enough, he's gonna come at you with everything. I'm talking he's gonna try to knock you out, but I just feel like the opponents that Errol Spence has fought in, you know, it's they're they're the shit. I mean, he's fought in Mikey Garcia, Danny Garcia. He's fought in Kel Brook. You know, he's fought in uh fucking Chris Algieri. You know, a lot of these top guys, guys that have fought in killers in the ring. You know, and I just feel like he's put them away in good fashion. He's proven himself. Uh, to be tough. I mean, even in the in the fights that it looked like it wasn't going his way, he came back and dominated or knocked him out and won. You know, I just feel like Errol Spence, he's going to be the top dog at, at welterweight, man. I feel like he's going to be champion at welterweight. I think he gets it done, or he's going to have no problem winning by unanimous decision. He's just got the, that, that fighting IQ. He fights so good. And even, like I said, even when he's hurt, or he's not doing so well in the first half. He makes adjustments. And he comes back better. Crawford, I feel like he he's good throwing shots, man. He's good at throwing shots. And he's got power. For sure. For sure he's got power. But the thing is, 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 is Errol going to let him land those shots? Because Errol, shit. Earl gets down and dirty, bro. He starts going in there. He starts swinging that shit. But those body shots, man. How many body shots can Terrence Crawford take? That's 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 my thing. Is body shots break you, bro? I mean, Tank Davis land when he landed that body shot on Ryan Garcia. It hurt, and a lot of boxers like you. You have to get up, yeah. But I mean, shit, body shots. There's a reason why there's not many of them happen in boxing, but when they do happen, they fucking put people out. You can't fucking breathe. You cannot breathe. Your body just shuts down and your conscience, but you there's nothing that you can do about it, man. I remember 
my my young I told my younger brother to hit me with a body shot one time. He hit me with a body shot. It damn near knocked the piss out of me, bro. I couldn't fucking breathe. It felt like it felt like I was constipated, but at the same time I was just getting like like an elephant was was standing on top of me on my rib cages. It was like it was fucking miserable, man. Body shots are the most brutal and I mean shit, when you master a body shot, it's going to be fucking painful, man. Body shots there's the shit, man. Canelo when he landed on uh Smith, Liam Smith, that body shot was fucking brutal. Tank Davis when he landed that body shot on fucking Ryan Garcia, that shit hurts. Barrios when he landed on Barrios. Mickey Ward was fucking crazy at landing those body shots. Shit. Roy Jones Jr. landed some b- brutal body shots. Mike Tyson landed brutal body shots. Like when you when you when you when you're when you're known for using a body shot, man, I mean I feel like I feel like Crawford is looking for that body shot. I mean, he already knows that that's what Errol's good at. I feel like Terrence is gonna work on that, but shit. It's hard, bro, because I mean you can practice and practice, but at the end of the day, when the fight is actually happening, it's like Sometimes the game plan doesn't fucking work, you know? It just doesn't go according to plan. You don't you just don't know how the other guy's training, you know. You don't know what adjustments your opponent is making as well, you know. You might think he might work on that body shot and you could be training all you want for that body shot and work hard for that body shot and then next thing you know, the guy's wanting to dance instead of scrapping and instead of landing body shots, he's landing shots to the fucking chest shots to the jaw landing mixing them up differently than what he usually mixes it up as like it's it's fucking hard man it is challenging you know but i feel like errol spence is is just too smart man and he's 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 overcame a lot of things to prove that he's the top of the division so i think he gets it done either by unanimous decision or by body shot tko i'm calling it now and this fight it could it could it could save boxing bro this fight could save boxing i mean we've all seen the boxing i i think it's a robbery devin haney versus lomachenko i think it was a robbery i was rooting for devin haney but i mean shit lomachenko proved that he's the matrix man and it just that fight really didn't do good for boxing but right now we have the opportunity these two gentlemen here have the opportunity and the commission and all that other shit have the opportunity to make this shit go well. I mean, it's in Las Vegas, you know. They're no and they're not fighting in nobody's home turf. It's in Vegas, baby. So you no one got hometown advantage. Either it, it can go either way, you know. But hopefully we can get some good judges. We can get a good referee. You know. I just think right now boxing's made a lot of errors, but you know, with like I've said in the past, with mistakes come in uh what did I say? When mistakes happen, we can make adjustments. That's what I'm looking for. We can make adjustments. Adjustments can happen and you know, we can fix the mistakes we made in the past. Hopefully, um, 
if they do appeal, hopefully they can, I guess, I mean, at this point, even with the fucking appeal with Haney and Lomachenko, they're not going to fucking be like, oh, Lomachenko wins. It's just not going to do that. It has to be a rematch. Point blank period. It's going to have to be a rematch. It's just, it's fucked. It's fucked. It's it's in a situation where the damage is already done. You can't reverse it. You know what I mean? Like, how are they going to overturn that and then try to strip Haney's belts away? You know, be like, yeah, we're going to overrule it. Uh, fucking, we're going to let, we're going to let uh, Lomachenko take that W. Like, that's, that's, it's a really pathetic and shitty way to do it. You know, maybe we could get another good match. But like I said, God knows. Lomachenko might not even hit just by taking that hard L. And, I mean, he took it very, very fucking hard. I mean, the guy, was, the dude was crying. It just goes to show that he's human and that emotions get to you. You don't know if that decision that decided to rob him pretty much, you know, killed his mindset of wanting to continue boxing the best and all that shit. You know, you, you just, like I said, the damage is done. The moment is ruined. The moment is ruined. And, like, the only way they're going to do this is a no contest. Point blank period. I, I, I'm, I'm calling that now, too. If they decide to do anything about it. And at the same time, it's not like you can get mad at Devin Haney. He's not the one that did that call. He did the best he could. Both gentlemen did the best they could to win. And it turned out, the, for me, the wrong guy got the decision. But you can't blame on that guy. It's like life. You know? You gotta you gotta steal shit from other people. You gotta snatch the moments before other people do, you know. It's a selfless it's a selfish in the world we live in, you gotta be selfish sometimes and you gotta take advantages and go with the flow of some things, you know, even even if, you know, you don't feel deserved because I mean that's what life's about. Shit, life's not fair. Life isn't fair and life will never be fair. You got to make do the best of the situations you get thrown at or best of the opportunities that be thrown at you. And I feel like that's what Devin's doing. And it's working for him, you know. But I don't know. We'll see. You got Crawford versus Spence. Then you got this crazy UFC card. Justin Gagey versus Dustin Poirier. I think Poirier's going to get it done. Two great main events, you know. For combat sports. Two good fights for combat sports. And many more to come, bro. I think Dana White's killing it, baby. Dana White's fucking doing amazing. And with that being said, guys, I'm in today's podcast. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Let me know down below who do you think's going to win between Dustin Poirier, Justin Gagey, and between box and in boxing, Errol Spence versus Crawford. And tell me why. Why do you think that? I like to know. I love when y'all leave me comments. I love it when you leave me comments. I love it when, you know, I don't give a shit if it's, you know, agreeing with what I say or disagreeing with what I say. I don't give a fuck, man. Y'all, people, you got your opinion in this world. You have an opinion in this world. Ain't nothing wrong with expressing your opinion. With that being said, I'm going to end today's episode. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Love y'all. Remember, be extraordinary. Never settle for the ordinary. Take it easy.